Welcome to Tech in the Right Direction, the podcast. Let's take tech in the right direction to drive social change and close the employment, pay, and culture gap for women in technology. This podcast is focused on helping turn ideas into action and create opportunities for women to advance in the dynamic technology industry. I hope this podcast will inspire and motivate you to encourage more women and girls to seek or grow a career as a woman in technology. Stories about the journey of amazing women in the tech field starts right now. Welcome to Tech in the Right Direction, the podcast. This week, I will be speaking with Noren Bachagal. Noren is the co-founder and COO of Access Inc., an open source growth marketing platform. Access is an open source MarTech startup with over 1 million downloads in more than 100 countries. Currently, Access is in the process of raising $3 million through the continuous securities offerings, CSO. In this interview, Noren talks about why they chose the open source technology and the fundraising process through CSO. Welcome to the show, Noren. I'm so excited to have you on our show. Thank you very much, Jennifer, and thank you for having me today. Sure. I'm also so excited <laughs> to Great. be here. Great. Well, let's get started. So, Noren, as a woman in tech, can you share with us your career journey and how you got to where you are today? Um, sure. Um, I have been in a finance and technology industry over a decade, both in a corporate and startup world, and uh, primarily focusing on risk assessment, product product development, and finance and operation. So yeah, I've got a degree in finance. So uh, basically, uh, back in 2013, I've joined a company called New Media Group as a uh, chief fin finance officer. And then eventually, because it was a like tech startup, um, you know, like I get to involve every little operation since I'm I was in the finance. So yeah. Like within the, a year, I promoted into uh, a chief executive officer, and then later, later on in 2016, we've got a little project uh, within the previous uh, with that company um, called Erxis. That was uh, the marketing technology um, platform that we start um like developing so eventually like back in 2018 <laughs> like a number of uh, uh, team members have separated from that initial company and then here we are um so erxis is an now um us best company we've got um um, over, I think, like 19 of us all together, eagerly uh, working uh, to make our marketing technology accessible to the companies in all levels. So, yeah, the woman in technology. Um, I think um, as a woman in a te uh, technology company, um, in the general, in the like chief um 
like executive roles. Um, there's a lot of pressure, especially during the pregnancy and, you know, like all those reproduction <laughs> years, you know, like it feels you, the women go through so many, um, um, like a lot compared to men and um, all those uh, domestic and child carrying, a lot of other additional work uh, comes on the shoulder of like every woman. I mean, it's probably like on one hand, uh, it's probably because of that um, long way of like women have been like behind the door and looking after the family and things like that but you know still like even this modern days like still like it hasn't ha been changed a lot still like everyone even your family members expect you to look after the kids and you know like eat I, I'm sure like one in a, like every two women have like this very difficult uh, position um, to choose uh, between a child or the career. As a chief operator, operate, operating officer um, of our organization, I trying to make our work in my environment to be uh, more comfortable for women to work with, especially the women with the kids. So we have this um, like flexible working hours, um, what we called ROWI. So that's like a result. So basically women can stay home and work from home. Did you know that there is an increase in the number of women leaving the tech industry? As a woman-owned business, Directions Training has made it our mission and passion to change this statistic. That's why Jennifer created this podcast. We showcase insight from everyday women for everyday women in the tech industry. Do you know other people that would benefit from tuning in? Share the link and help us drive the advancement of women in the tech industry. Do you have a journey or know of someone that our listeners would benefit from hearing about? Reach out to us at directionstraining.com slash podcast. Don't forget to follow us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and wherever you find your podcasts. Now, back to the show. So I completely agree with you that, you know, there's so many challenges for women in the workplace because... Uh, we need to juggle so much um, at the same time. And a lot of workplace environments are not very friendly uh, to women in the workplace. You know, I remember many, many years, years ago when I was um, raising my kids and, um, you know, I could not get to a meeting downtown before nine o'clock because I had to drop my kids off at school and it was a choice that I made. And even though, you know, they were okay with that, I felt horrible every time I walked into the meeting late. And so I still remember those days. And I think you're absolutely right. Not much has changed. So we've, we've really got to make those changes in the work environment if we want women to stay and grow and thrive in business because, you know, with the pandemic, there were millions of women that just left the workforce because there was so much pressure in yeah. having to teach the kids at home, having to juggle your own job. 
and it was just almost impossible. That's correct, exactly. So, yeah, so you're absolutely right. And, you know, my podcast is really focused on thinking about how we can bridge the employment, pay, and culture gap for women in technology. And I think you're a great example in your company that you're doing that. You're actually providing flexible work hours. You're providing them with the ability to work from home and really uh, get them into our industry by providing the things that are needed for women today. So I just hope more companies do that and uh, we can see a big change with more women coming back into the workforce rather than leaving. Yeah, that's correct. Especially like uh, not just um, allowing women to work, um, but um, like the women to work in, especially in uh, decision-making roles, because mm -hmm. like even now that there's a, like very few women in the decision-making position, mm -hmm. and you know, like when you think about those so many decisions made out uh, to um, to solve like so many like problems that every day we as in women and men all all of us together are just made by just like more of a man is still mm -hmm. like not correct way so i think like if it's the decision about where we live or how we do like how we progress in the life or whatever still those decisions has to be made by both women and men or maybe, you know, like more like allowing more inclusivity, mm -hmm. you know, like, mm -hmm. um, make sure there's um, so many other people who can see the problems from different perspectives, you know. I completely, completely agree. Um, you know, women have very good capacity to make really good decisions because they collaborate, they get answers from everybody and make an educated decision. There's very little ego involved. It's it's more collaboration and what's good for the business and what's good for growth. And so more women need to be in decision-making roles. You're absolutely correct. So Norin, um, your expertise is around startups. So can you share with us some of the best ways um, to fundraise, build processes, operations and culture, really begin a business? Um, because maybe there are women that are interested in starting their own business and would love some of your best practices and expertise so that they could get started. Um, sure, yeah. I mean, <laughs> Within the uh, company, I'm more of a, like a more reserved and more traditional, uh, like the one that who doesn't really believe in um, investment from the outsider like much because I always see that um, the most respected companies or long lived companies are start from very small and mm -hmm. build like very small by small 
and then eventually when the times that they get to raise uh, some kind of funding, whether it's angel round or seed round or at the next any other next round, still like they are fully prepared for um, how they would um, like. I mean, to start with, like they are fully prepared of um, choosing the right investor um, as well as um, how to spend those uh, the funding that they received and how smartly effectively they would spend because i mean um if you can work with a like a small um small amount of revenue and then you can um spend those revenue smartly then you will spend larger, a little bit larger around the funding smartly as well. Otherwise, it's it's all about like how to um, spend those funding um, correctly, especially in the operational operation. Because I mean, yes, um, as you said, it, as you mentioned earlier, on um, there's um, a lot of, uh, I mean. Being entrepreneur in a startup world is pretty like a tiring role. There's so much you gotta do with a like a tiny amount of resources. It could it can be really difficult, but I can assure you that it's going to be exactly the same when you have a um, when you get like a bit when you have a little bit more money in your bank account. It's going to be exactly the same because it's always about the sale. It's always about how you like and you know like how you spend those money smartly because like spending money is so easy. It can just go away like really quickly when you um don't plan it um think about it like correctly um otherwise that is that is said. amazing amazing advice really is um you know and and i think maybe it comes from a place where women think that way is um you know start small and i always said when i started my business 30 years ago um you know there was always this the saying that said build it and they will come i said let them come first and then i'll build it <laughs> and so i really have always done that as our customers ask us for new products and services and you know obviously we always build them and innovate as well but really the need is what dictates investing the money and so if you start out small and you start off by yourself is so critical because that's exactly how I did it is I didn't want any partners because I didn't want to have to answer to anybody. And um, it has become very successful because I started out small. I worked in the business. I continuously did all the job roles, you know, to make sure that I understood them well, which is what women do. And then you grow from there because like you said, the challenges are just going to be become bigger and bigger. So you've got to make sure that you're spending wisely. That's right. 
especially um, new investors joining into your company. Mm-hmm. It's hell a lot of work. It <laughs> you is. know, it sounds so uh, like uh, so good. You know, when people hear it from the outside, but you know, like um, it's just again like completely new perspective joining into your operation and they're going to involve in every decision making that you do and you know like also just explaining like what you do from the outsider is is also going to be like really tough work you know like big challenge and um yeah i mean that's a lot of work so i mean i see a lot of people um a lot of startups are choosing the wrong um investors and ended up like going bankrupt or maybe just give up on whatever they've been doing because um i mean as we've also talked earlier on there's a lot of things that we have to do in just daily basis in our main operation but dealing with investor relation is also a lot of work and we may like lose focus on like what we have to really have to do because we in this like really competitive uh, uh, place that if you're not going to like implement right today you may not be existed tomorrow so i mean losing a focus is the like a crucial thing like when you have like investor relation or anything else just jump into your whatever you've been doing and then it takes a lot of your time and then you ended up losing a focus from what you really should be focusing on and then yeah i mean that's it um end of your whole like like a lot of dream you know like because it's just a few seconds that you're losing your fo- focus that's so, so, think, so true so true yeah that's what i that's why i i i'm i i try and i also i mean we've got like another two co-founders like three of us all together for access and i'm the one who always say this <laughs> to other two <laughs> and remind- I, I completely agree with you <laughs> it's amazing the things you're saying is all the stuff in my head i remember when i was starting i had probably three or four investors that were handing me checks and saying we want to be part of this business and it it feels really good because you think okay that's more money coming in i have to put in less money and you want to do it and then i talked to my lawyer and she said Jennifer it's great but remember if you need to buy a pencil you're going to have to check with each one of those investors to make sure you're spending their money correctly and i said oh i worked too hard i don't want to do that <laughs> and did it all by myself i actually took a home equity loan and started my business 30 years ago <laughs> really good of you congratulations thank you um so let's talk about open source versus closed and proprietary share with us what each of those are you know for our audience our listeners to understand um what does that mean in technology um sure yeah like open source uh, basically mean um that your the product source code is open and free for anyone to use it 
but like Erxis is an open and fair coded, um, which means yes, our source code is still open and free for anyone who can use it privately um, for their own company or for themselves. But um, if they wanted to commercialize it to make money out of it, then there will be some um, some kind of restrictions um, like a former agreement or license kind of thing. So yeah, open source. Um, I mean, we say that oh, like this in 2020, like first centuries, like this nowadays, I guess, open source have been eating the software because um, you know, like marketing technology itself is a pretty large market um, where there's probably the most of the softwares were developed. And I think statistically there's more than 5,000 tools available, softwares available in marketing technology industry. But um, like average company uses at least five to 10 different tools, including those like emails, Gmails, and those can, that's also a tool as well. So in, like five to 10 different tools um, in order to uh, maintain the operation. But those tools don't talk to each other and it creates a lot of um, manual work and process inefficiency, you know. Uh, but with an open source tool, um, because the source code is open and anyone can download it and install and plug into different tools as well easily because um, a lot of those, like probably 99% of those 5,000 tools are software-based tools. Uh, I mean, SaaS-based SaaS and online tools. So they basically closed and all those integrations or plugging or I mean, having them to work with other tools are pretty, pretty limited. So that leads those what I mentioned earlier um, about having all sort of these different tools can work together, bring out a lot of inefficiency, a lot of additional work, because every company has unique needs from the tools they use. And um, especially um, when they got into one tools, there will be other like other tools needed to be used. And eventually those so many other tools don't, don't talk to each other. And that creates a lot of work, maybe some kind of data loss in a transition of those databases between them and stuff like that. So with the open source tool, I mean, you can be able to like the entire company can able to work in a single tool. And that is the the most special thing about the open source, I believe. And the second one was is 
so like this is my opinion <laughs> but you know like um that closed and um sas tools are basically the fast uh, the speed of the developments and stuff like that is limited by i don't know how many number of developers they have but in terms of open source they will behind those um open source tools there will be like a million a lot of developers from all over the world who's willing to contribute and willing to add more additional um opportunities, additional features on that in order for them to use that platform, as well as to learn more about it. You know, like there's so many uh, people in our community, developers in our community, they all have different reasons. But I mean, what what really mean is behind the open source tools, there's a whole lot of team. So I mean, that is a great thing, you know, even like a, like a single company um, got that open source tool. And if if any of those um, structure or if whatever they are, whatever they are providing is not good enough for your company, you can hire some other addition, other like a tech team um, and then you can add bits and pieces that your company needs. So that is so great thing, like what that SaaS tools can never do, never can do it. So I think, yeah, that is the most special thing about, I think, open source, especially, you know, like when you think about, yes, you have like maybe five to six different existing tools can work as a one and also can share the data with some other, I don't know, HR or accounting tools that you have. So the entire company can use like one tool and that's completely free of charge. And if you wanted to make money out of it, that's also available. So that is like almost hard to believe, do you know what I mean? So I think, yeah, those are the like uh, biggest uh, differences that the open source have. That's great. Um, so you you touched on my next question. So you said Exus has an open source platform pretty much that you guys um, code and then obviously other people code in there. So how do you make money? <laughs> uh, there's uh, several ways that we make money. <laughs> I mean, there's so like we not like only one <laughs> open source tool. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's a WordPress, um, which is quite popular. Uh, use uh, popular. I mean, examples of it. So um, basically, um, we have open source and enterprise, and also SaaS version of our platform. Oh, nice. So open source is basically uh, for independent, independent developers and um, marketing agencies. Um, so we we provide our marketplace uh, for them to use some of those um, 
integrations or like some of those plugged services um, which costs extra money. So yeah, and also some of the additional like professional services as well, because um, even though they have a tech team, um, their main focus are like completely different from the, what we do. So basically they don't want to spend a lot of time on uh, installation and all those configuration that Erxis, I mean, in order to use the Erxis. So we also provide this, um, our service for installation and um, those all support our support service for the companies as well. And, uh, and the enterprise version is usually like um, uh, the large organizations um, which mostly operates in highly regulated industries where mm -hmm. they have to keep their database privately, uh, for example, banking and insurance companies. So we provide them like more customized version of us. So mm -hmm. we basically have like a certain agreements and we understand their specific needs and we custom we provide them like a custom solution. So that is the other business model that we have. And lastly, we have um, this our like a simplified version for small and medium enterprises, um, which is our online version, which is a SaaS version. So whatever we do, um, we make it quite simplified and put it on our SaaS version because still those um, two first two versions are still required a lot of technical, even that we've done uh, those installation and configuration in the beginning, um, the company needs um, to have a, like a solid tech team in order to maintain the server, like a regular base and stuff like that. So <laughs> if it's like a small organization, um, yeah, we we provide that our SaaS version as well, so they can they, they can simply sign sign up and start using it. Well, it's a great great way to have all all three a SaaS version, the open source version, and an enterprise version, so that you can monetize your work, but also provide it as an open source for developers, maybe to give their ideas or to develop other solutions from that one. So that's that's very cool. I love that. Um, so briefly, can you tell us what your software does? Um, we basically serve, um, I think this is like really difficult question because mm -hmm. it just does a lot of things to do and usually takes um, a lot of time for me to explain from the start to end, but so I mean, how about the SaaS version? Let's let's yeah, focus just on the SaaS version. It's just, um, I mean, the Erxis is the tool which can serve from um, start to end point of the customer journey throughout this customer journey entire customer journey for the enterprises so um i mean we replace it um five to six existing tools 
Mm. Um, that's what we said because um, really there's nothing special about what we do as a service because uh, those those six tools can work as a one is the special thing what, what mm -hmm. we do. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, okay. like everything else is pretty much same, all those um, lead generating and like aut automation, marketing automation and mm -hmm. omni-channel uh, shared inbox forms and I mean so many possibilities that uh, the tool can work with the website as well as well as all other social medias and yeah i mean so you're simplifying processes you're making it easier to use one tool instead of six um yeah. you're also um providing a one point of the journey for for the customer it's one point of contact so it's tracked from beginning to end and um it's pretty amazing i think I think it's pretty amazing. So let's jump in into Norin. Who inspires you and why? I'm kind of a person who's a workaholic. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> should I say that? Me too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it has always been a work. Like uh, first it was the studies and then it transferred into work and work 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 and i'm the oldest in our family i tend to get the most of the responsibility without knowing <laughs> like suddenly i realized everything is i'm responsible for pretty much everything you know like so yeah i'm that kind of person but when i've joined when i joined this um previous company um, and this is um, our other co-founder called NJ. Mm -hmm. I met uh, him and I started working for him. And like when I first joined the company, I was the one who had the most uh, experience, work experience compared to all other team members. Mm -hmm. Even mm -hmm. that, um, uh, that our that co-founder as well like two other co-founders mm -hmm. and uh, like when I see them where they do the work I always see them like in a cri critical way <laughs> like uh, I mean always criticize them and thinking that they wish I wish they could do better stuff mm -hmm. like that but then over the time I realized that things are not simple as it looks you know like um, I always, I, I used to see them like, oh, they could have done this way, you know, like how did I end it in things like this badly and stuff like that. But, you know, like things are, I was in similar position like them. And then I, I, there's so many like points that I feel like, should I even worth uh, trying? You know, like <laughs> it was a lot of work, but I think MJ is the one uh, like between all of us are like, mm -hmm. um, who never gives up <laughs> on whatever he's got his mind into, you know, like, like whatever the bad situation is, 
he always find the the positive point that we can stick to and mm -hmm. move on. And I think um, this inspired me a lot. And that's why I, I'm still with them together and founded this new company together. So yes, I think um, we've all like been through ups and downs and so many challenges that we faced. And I think like we built this strong bond, even those our tech um, head of the tech, the other founder, BJ as well. So all three of us, including other co-team members as well, like we build this strong bond together, like over the time. Uh, I mean, so then we now like, like a parent mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, doing everything we could, you know, like to make this um, child succeed. <laughs> yeah, child succeed. <laughs> no, that's that's awesome. And you know, persistence and never giving up and always f finding the positive are such great attributes to inspire to because. It is if you had somebody that was just down and uh, out every time something bad happened, you would be really miserable because, you know, in business, you have ups and downs. It's not always going to be glory, glorious. And other times when it is, you can celebrate those victories, but you also have to take the bad as opportunities of growth. So it's it's amazing. That's great. That's great. So in closing, what advice would you give to a woman considering a career in the tech industry? Um, I think um, we should never under, or underestimate ourselves because uh, we are way more than uh, you think we are. Yeah, mm -hmm. we think we are, you know, like because there's... There's so much power within us that uh, we could never imagine that it was it existed, you know. Okay. So always um, try for the best and move on and, yeah, keep on going. Great. And That's second, great advice. Go ahead. Yeah, what I was thinking, I, I just remember while I was talking, uh, uh, the second one is whatever you have in your mind, you should start doing it right now. Um, never like because especially I'm as a perfectionist and I see so many other women are like uh, waiting for the right time or maybe um, making the whole idea like complete so then mm -hmm. they can start um implementing it but i found it like that's completely wrong because um you should whatever you have in your mind that you wanted to do you should do, do it right away because um you just building making those ideas like i don't know that the plan more perfect in the paper but when it when you step into real life it can be completely different, you know, like uh, completely different than what you have imagined on the paper. So I think before it's too late, just start whatever you think and right away. <laughs> Good. So yeah. I think, 
Yeah, good advice because you can never come up with that perfect solution because only when you do it, you'll know. Yes. (laughs) Perfect, perfect. I love that, Norin. Well, thank you so much. It was such an honor to have you on my show. Can you share with our listeners how they can get a hold of you? Sure. Uh, The share the screen, you mean? No, just, uh, you know, online, if you have a LinkedIn, if you're on LinkedIn, how they can find you or any other way or website. Oh, yes. Um, um, my LinkedIn is, I think, Norin with the same name, LinkedIn account. I can I can email it to you right after. That's great. And we'll yeah. put it in the show notes. That'll be great. Sure. Cool. But thank, thank you again, Lauren. It was such a pleasure. Thank you again. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for having me today again. Thank you for listening to Tech in the Right Direction. Please take a minute to subscribe or follow so that you never miss an episode. Also, don't forget to like, share, and comment. Thank you. See you next week. From IT skill enhancements to end user adoption training, Directions Training is your resource to help optimize the effectiveness of your technology investments. Over half a million students have taken advantage of our wide selection of technology and business training solutions covering the most popular applications today, such as Microsoft 365, Azure, Windows 10, and more. As a podcast listener, we invite you to take advantage of an exclusive offer. Receive 30 days of free access to our Microsoft official curriculum on-demand courses for IT professionals or end-users. Visit us at www.directionstraining.com slash podcast to claim this offer today. Hurry, this offer is only available for a limited time. Success is a journey. Ask for directions.